Hey everybody, this is Reed Smith. And this is Chris Boyer. And we are co-hosts on a show called Touchpoint, which is a podcast that's dedicated to the discussions on digital marketing and online patient engagement strategies, not only for just hospitals, but health systems and physician practices. In every episode, we'll dive deep into a variety of topics on digital tools, solutions, strategies, and other things that are impacting the healthcare industry today. And while you listen to this show, we would certainly love you to check out ours. All you have to do is swing on over to touchpoint.health for more information, and also some of the other shows that are featured on the Touchpoint Media Network. Here we are at Gear and Review, What's back for another episode. Reed Smith and Bobby Ratu. What's up? Um, again, recording from South Carolina. So this is becoming a regular habit. This is two in a row now. So this is uh, this is this is different. Yet, uh, based on the fact, I guess that we are reviewing gear, it, it does help that I can see what you're looking at. So, I mean, we got gear all over the table right now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But today. Uh, we're actually going to talk about cameras and, and not just any camera. And we'll probably get to some other types or form factors of cameras at some point. Uh, most people obviously are familiar with camera phones on their smartphones. And that's probably what a lot of people use uh, on the other end of the spectrum. Um, I guess that's fair to say other end of the spectrum. Uh, you've got um, uh, DSLRs or digital SLR cameras. SLR cameras were the ones that people if you think about it, had had flashes on the top mm-hmm. and you could change the lens and it was yep. you know and it was film based. Now yep. the digital is obviously the uh, the digital version of that type of a camera. Uh, but today we're actually going to talk about something that kind of falls in the middle, a little of, bit in the, the middle, which sort, is kind of cool, sort of in the middle, maybe yeah. more towards the DSLR mm-hmm. than the camera phone, so to speak. Yep. So not a true point and shoot camera, right. per, per se. The one that has the little strap that you put around your wrist, yes. you know, not. Not that, uh, but what, so what, what, how do you classify this type of a camera that we're going to talk about? Okay. So um, from a form factor standpoint, Canon started realizing that many professional photographers wanted something portable that was easy to grab and to, and to take a picture, but necessarily didn't want to have to deal with lenses, but wanted the functionality of what uh, they're traditionally used to something quick and easy. And um, so there's a couple pieces. You've got the really expensive professional DSLRs. Um, then you've got the prosumer. You've got mirrorless cameras right. that don't have the SLR, the single lens reflex, where the lens, the reflex pops up and exposes the, uh, the sensor to the image. Okay. And then you've got a point and shoot. A point and shoot is essentially that mirrorless concept, but it's a little bit more compact. This is kind of in between that. And I've really enjoyed these cameras mainly because of their portability. You can put them in your pocket. They take really good pictures and they're very functional for anybody can pick them up and start shooting. Okay. All right. So before we get into, you know, who would this be good for? Why would you want one? And, and that type of thing. Let's, let's talk about um, specifically which cameras we're reviewing. So you mentioned, you mentioned Canon. Yep. So there's three cameras we're going to look at. First one is the Canon PowerShot G1X Mark III. So it's the, the third version of the G1X. 
the Canon PowerShot G5X, and then the Sony Alpha A6000 mirrorless camera. And it comes with, you can put a lens on it, and it comes with a uh, 16 to 50 millimeter f3.5 to 5.6. Okay. So it's those three cameras. If you look it up on B&H Photo, you can find them pretty quickly. Okay. And so Canon really likes to make long titles and names for their products. Yes, they I've, do. I've noticed. And uh, I keep wanting to make the Mark III, like, isn't that a Lincoln? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a town car of some sort? I feel like I'm going to go drive and, like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be, you know, in some movie with yeah. something, you know? That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. So uh, let's start with the two Canon because those are the true uh, point and shoots That's out of the correct. three that we're going to talk about. So, with that said, what what's the difference in the G1X Mark III and the uh, G5X? Okay, they're the, both the same size. The G1X has a bigger sensor, so it's the um, it's the sensor that typically you find in some of the prosumer cameras. Okay, um, the size of it's pretty good, and it has it's a CMOS sensor which means that it has really good ability to collect really good light. Um, the G5X, even though it's the same size form factor, the sensor is a lot smaller. So it really works harder to really to make a better image. Um, so a lot less real estate on the sensor to work with to capture an image. Okay. And these have fixed lenses, mm-hmm. uh, so you can't you can't change out can't lenses ch- like you would on nope. a traditional DSLR or you something can't. like that, right? Yeah, you, you can't change the lenses out on this on those two Canons. They are true point and shoot. Okay. Um, then you've got the uh, the Sony Alpha A six thousand. It also has the same size sensor as the G one X Mark III. It's the APS C sensor, which is a smaller, it's a small sensor, but it's bigger than your point and shoot cameras. It okay. does a really good job. It has a, and you can attach a lens to it. Okay. So you can switch the lenses. Yeah. Out. So you can switch lenses. Yep. So th- this is, uh, this is comparable to probably some of the, I guess, from a use case standpoint, and we'll get into this, but maybe comparable to some of the more of the prosumer DSLRs. Right. Right. You know, so it's, it's, um, you know, uh, something that you would look at and, and maybe more even compared to some of those. But from a form factor standpoint, right. it's about the same size, physical size as these cannons we're talking about and probably is used more like a point and shoot in right. a lot of cases. Absolutely. And so I want to get past all the, the crazy jargon because I talked about sensor size and all that stuff. For the most, the average person, they don't think about that. To me... When I think about these cameras, what makes them so great is how well they can capture in low light settings. Um, mm. Most people, why, I talk, why, why is that important? Well, you don't want to use your flash. Most people don't like to pop ah. the flash up and blind someone. Okay. And so all three of these cameras have the ability to work in low light settings. Okay. Based on the lenses and the size of the sensor that's built into them. Um, and also, the other thing is, each one of them has a different uh, price point that hits mm-hmm. different people's budget. So the G1X is a, just about 1100 bucks. The G5X is about 700 and the Sony Alpha A6000 is about 550. So right there you're going to self-select where your budget is on based right. on what you want to buy right. if that makes sense. 
So all these uh, have a battery that charges, I'm assuming, yep. and, and you plug them in and, mm-hmm. you know, just like you would a, a, a like your phone, for mm-hmm. example. So you're charging these for a period of time. Right. You got uh, each one of them uh, uses an SD card to capture the imagery. Um, each one of these has, uh, um, I know that the, the two Canons have the built-in Wi-Fi mm-hmm. that uh, connects to, if you have an iPhone or a dro- Android device, you can get the Canon app and it will connect. Okay. And you can actually control the camera through that app and download the imagery into your phone. Very cool. Now these, this may be a dumb question, but did these do video as well as they uh, sure still did. imagery? That's the one thing that the, uh, the Canons I like is uh, they can do 1080p. So they shoot HD content. Mm-hmm. Um we were looking around a lot of new cameras. These point and shoots are going to the 4K. Um, and so you really have to stuck up financially to get that 4K video. But you can record video okay. and you can drop it onto your phone. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and then, you know, the, the the big difference, I guess, if you're just reading, uh, I guess, a little bit about these three cameras is that the Canon is is mirrorless. Is there some advantage to that or disadvantage to that? Or what's, is it just different? Uh, you know, It's I, just a different way. So when we say mirrorless, it means that when you take a picture on a DSLR, uh, a professional camera, you hear the click. Right. That is the mirror popping up so mm. that the image can come through the camera and hit the sensor. Oh, nice. Okay. So mirrorless means that that you do not have that mirror popping up, and it as soon as you point, the image is going to the sensor, and you can capture. Okay. So you're removing that that motion, that mechanism. I wonder if they have it the 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 noise built in. Like you've got the electric mm. cars that have the actual yep. sound of an engine. Yep. Nope. <laughs> so it's like you don't know if you're taking a picture or not unless you hear that click, you know. So well, that's funny um, you ask because that's one of the reasons why I like the more expensive Canon G1X. It is the only one of all three cameras that has this high speed um, picture mode hmm. that if you hold the shutter down, like a burst, it'll do a burst, and it literally does the mirror clicking sound. So it sounds like a full scale DSLR. That's one of the major reasons I like that one. Um, from an image standpoint, the G5X has um, more uh, a, more real estate to let more light in through the lens. And so when you take a picture in low light, it's less grainy. Uh, whereas the more expensive one has uh, a smaller uh, area to let the light in. And so one of the reasons why, even though it has less area to let light in and it's a little bit more grainy, the picture quality is so much better on the huh. bigger, uh, on the bigger sensor from the G1 X. Sure. Okay. So what, who, who are these made for? Like, so whether we're talking about Canon or Sony, yep. maybe those are a little bit different. Um, but the point and shoot, and these are pretty high end point and shoot they cameras. Are. So what, who who what's the use case? The use case is it they cross the many spectrums. You can put it on completely automatic, and anybody with very limited knowledge of the camera can take a picture and it looks really good. You can connect to Wi-Fi, put it on your phone, and immediately convert that imagery. 
over to a social outlet quickly, hmm. um, which is perfect because people want to take pictures and share immediately, which we are trying to debate whether we should use our phones or get a point and shoot. Right. 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 But any person can use us. The expert or the traditional person that knows how to use a camera can take these cameras into fully manual mode. Ah. And it's almost, you have the same options and experience as you would with a full scale professional DSLR. You can control your aperture. You can control your F-stop. You can control your shutter, all those pieces, your mm-hmm. ISO, okay. complete control over it. Okay. And so you can go completely professional or completely automatic. So the pros uh, and cons, uh, let's talk through a few of those. The pro of doing something like this is you have more control. You have more control. So you get just all, like you just mentioned, you can um, tweak and set and experiment and do all those types of things. Um, you know, you're, you're recording the imagery or the video onto uh, removable media. Yep. Um, so that's from a workflow process, maybe better for some. Mm-hmm. That could be a negative to some too. I, yep. I don't know. Now the the Wi-Fi capability, I think that's uh, another pro uh, because then it allows you to move that. Now the negatives in my mind are it's one more piece of equipment, right? right? And so it's like, really, is it? Uh, am I creating that much better content because I have this versus my phone? You know, we always say. Uh, or I've heard people say, and I, I've heard it for so long, I don't even know how to attribute it to anymore. But uh, the best camera you can have is the one that you have with you. That's right. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, so with that said, it's, it's you know, am I going to create better content with this? And so here's an answer to that is for hospital marketers or mainly the people that we work with the most, we're not always outside taking pictures right? We're in some sort of closed setting where the lighting isn't that great. And so the difference you're going to see with these cameras versus your phone is that low light is going to look better on these cameras than on your phone. It's, It's got a bigger image processor. It's got the ability to do so much more with the image. Okay. And so number one, number two is that from a video standpoint, they've all got image stabilizers in it. Ah. So when you're holding it and you're moving it around, it's it's adjusting and it's making it smooth. Okay. We're holding your iPhone. You're going to see that shake. Yeah. And so like we've talked about before um, and people know about, you know, handheld gimbals and things like that, you start adding up all that additional equipment. You're already carrying around something extra. You're already, you know, investing additional dollars. And so talking about the low light, I can see how that is uh, good for indoors where there's no windows or you know, potentially, um, you know, the community event that's in the evening hours or what, whatever right. it is. It just gives you more flexibility. It so does. that's uh, that's really great. So And um, here's another thing that makes these uh, very attractive is that many times we're in an event. You just don't want to hand your phone and tell tell someone to go take a bunch of pictures. <laughs> yeah, like where'd my phone go? You yeah, know, exactly. You can exactly. hand someone the camera and go go take some pictures for me while it's instead of yeah. taking your phone away from you. Yeah, so it takes away the the <laughs> the personalization piece of like I'm handing over 
my personal life to somebody <laughs> yeah. until you can still use your phone. Right. right. People text you, call, whatever it is. It's yep. not, not interrupting, you know, what you're trying to do from a photography or videography standpoint. It captures it on the card. And if they want to just text you the image back real quick to post it on social, they can. Very so it cool. gives you that flexibility. Okay. Well, that's the Canon PowerShot G1X Mark III, the Canon PowerShot G5X and the Sony Alpha A6000. We'll have links uh, in the show notes to all these. Uh, Another good episode, another good uh, topic to cover. Uh, If you've got equipment or ideas or something you'd like us to talk about or review, please, uh, please let us know. And one thing real quick to close us out, many people want to figure out if they like spending this type of money for this type of equipment, go rent it first. And many times the rental companies, I rented all these cameras from lensrental.com. Mm. and it allowed me to use them for a couple days. And if I chose to buy the camera, they deducted the rental fee off the amount, and then I could buy it on the spot. That's a great idea and and, and probably well worth uh, the time and investment to find something that works for you uh, because a lot of it is personal preference at the end of the day. So, well, for Reed Smith, that's Bobby Ratu. Uh, Visit us at touchpoint.health to learn more about this show and others, and we'll, we'll see you next time. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.